Well, welcome to our Awakening Moments podcast. And today we get the joy of diving in again with our spiritual disciplines. And we get to talk about celebrating. Uh, Well, we just want to say that we did this one already and it didn't record. So we want to celebrate that we get to do this podcast one more time. That's a discipline. We're practicing the <laughs> discipline of celebrating the fact that we just had a 20-minute conversation that wasn't recorded. So, <laughs> yay! We yay. get to celebrate we, twice. So there must be a reason why we need to talk about this again. So the spiritual discipline is about celebration. And we look all through the Bible and we can see, you know, enter his gates with thanksgiving, enter his course with praise. We can see praise and thanksgiving all through the scriptures, scriptures calling us to do that. We also see all through the scripture times of festivals and even weddings in the Bible and God talking about the joy and the food and the festivities. And this is part of the joy of God. It is part of the joy. We even see in Revelation, there is part of the marriage supper of the Lamb, but there's also celebration of worship and music. And this is part of God's heart, that we would have no more tears, no more sorrow, that they'll be filled with the fullness of God's joy. And I love the scripture that says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And so today we want to talk about celebration. Now, this is an interesting one because even as, as we unpack this, there's two parts of this for me. There's a part that's really easy in celebrating and there's a part that's really hard for me. So I'm just going to dive right in, Lauren. I would love for you to just be able to talk about it yeah. after I share a few of these thoughts. But the first one is celebrating God's goodness and joy. I love the worship songs that are upbeat, that are exciting and dancing on stage and getting people to clap. You and I love a good party. We love a good party. We love going to a dance party. We love a good wedding. We love a good birthday party. We love getting friends together. We love a party. And I love the party in the house of God. When there is a dance party in the house of God and people are excited, there is just something so exciting for me to be a part of that. I love celebrating. I also love the part of Thanksgiving, of celebrating people, of thankfulness with people, letting people know how I feel about them very intentionally at birthdays, milestones, people as we see them at church, one another in my friendships. I love being able to speak into people's lives and tell them how much they mean to me. It's a part of the encouragement gift I have, but it's actually such a part of the joy of my friendships and how much I appreciate my friendships and appreciate the family that God's given me and the bigger family of God that God has given me. However, in celebrating, I have to say, when I'm the one being celebrated, or it's my birthday, or it's a moment where people start to speak into my life of how I've impacted their life, I literally wanted just to move through it very quickly. And I know I've been very much robbed in my life from that, of not embracing the moment to receive those moments of celebration for myself, I can celebrate others. And I, I'm sure someone listening to this psychologically has an answer to why <laughs> I do this, but I find it really hard to receive. And it's a, a twisted way in the way I almost feel like when people are speaking to my life that it's somehow making me going to make me really proud or it's selfish for me to actually acknowledge that I've had that part to play or that I've been a part of that joy. And it is a bit of, yeah, a a space, probably like a bit of a fear that it's going to fan into something that's, it's about me and that, oh yeah, I'm so awesome. That kind of a feeling that I do the opposite. I literally dismiss it, shut it down. Want to make that small. Want to make my part small. 
but I love to be in the giving side. So there is probably a bit of like a control part that I can do that. I can, it's a controllable, a bit of like, I'm doing that for you versus when I have to humbly sit and receive that. It, it's very difficult for me. And so even just listening and saying, thank you so much is an intentional practice because everything in me is like, oh yeah, oh yeah, let's just talk about you. Let's just move on because there is an intimate place to be able to receive. It's very intimate to receive. And so that's an interesting part with celebration. I have those two tensions working in the area of celebration. So Lori, what are your thoughts on the on celebration, that spiritual discipline? I have one question for you oh, to okay. pivot back before, okay, okay. I, before I share my thoughts. But, okay. but you know, would you say that you need, okay, maybe needs not the right word, desire, desire to be um, like appreciated, to be seen, to be like, do you desire that? Like you are, anybody who knows you, Rhonda, would absolutely agree that you are like a crazy celebration person. You celebrate everyone you see. You are always in for a word of encouragement. I mean, you have the spiritual gift of exhortation. You'll speak into people's lives, call the best, see the best in them. It's your, it's your greatest, it's your greatest joy to do that. And then even like when it comes to God too, you just, you know, you just elevate people's faith in the greatness of God. So in both of those ways, I mean, you are so accurately describing your heart and how you are, but like, do you, believe that you need for, you know, to, to receive that too, to receive, you know, words of appreciation, words of thanks. Like, is that something that you desire? You know, I feel like I'm in a therapy session right now because I actually feel like even as you just said that, yeah, absolutely. I think we, there is a deep desire in everyone to feel value, to feel like they are doing a good job in not in their workplace, but also I, I'm a good job as a mom, like to hear those words of like of affirmation, value. I think we all need that. We need that. And even God, that's why he t- gave us his word because he affirms his love for us and our value. And there's a deep desire in us for that. So you know what it probably is? It Even you saying that, it probably is that place of intimacy of being needing something. Mm. It's easy to be in a place of giving something it's interesting. It might be the vulnerability, linked, the vulnerability, weakness that maybe I'm I need needing. that or I'm needing. That's a hard place for me to be in to need something. And so even you just saying that's probably exactly the awakening moment today is maybe where I've robbed that part because it's admitting almost like in a strange way, a weakness that I need somehow to be validated or, but actually deep down, if you strip that back, yes, I do. I actually do yeah. need to hear that. And so, yeah. Yeah, no, it's a, it's an interesting thing, right? Because mm-hmm. in the very, it's, you can almost see this like push pull happening. And, and the only reason I ask you that is because I can really relate personally. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people who are listening today probably can relate as well. It's like, we've got this internal thing happening inside of us where it's like, I want you to see me. I want you to appreciate like, I want you to appreciate the intention I have placed to value you, to honor you, to celebrate you, 
or whatever, or just to work hard. I work hard because I love you. I, I put all this time or this energy or this effort or this because I love you, because I care about you. I want you to see that. I want you to appreciate that. Yet, as soon as it's appreciated, it's like, no, 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 no. What? Like, it's like this push pull emotionally that's happening. And I think you're probably right. It probably does touch on a very vulnerable place inside of us of like, yeah, like I do need this. I need this, but I don't want to need this. (laughs) Like needing this does make me vulnerable right? And so there just is that space of discomfort. And I, you know, over the years, like I've definitely recognized when I pushed it right back, like I just pushed it away. Like, don't like, it's so uncomfortable. Whereas like in later years, I've grown in the discipline of receiving just to say, thank you, (laughs) just say thank you. And honestly, we encourage you, if you are terrible at receiving encouragement or compliments or, you know, someone just seeing you, someone just acknowledging something you've done, we just encourage you at a base level, just say thank you. Mm. You don't need to qualify it. You don't need to justify it. You don't need to push it back. You can literally just say thank you. It's the start of the discipline of receiving to be on the receiving end of this discipline. And I love that. I love that this discipline actually has benefits, a two-way benefit. Mm. Literally, as we get to do it, we honor God, we honor others, but there's also a receiving of it. That's so beautiful that I actually think comes from the heart of God. So this, this discipline is really powerful. A couple of thoughts that I have had around the discipline of celebration would be like, I've been recently pondering this idea of Sabbath and been very convicted personally about how to practice the Sabbath, how to do this. And I feel like I've got one side of it down. So the part of Sabbath that says don't work. Okay. Okay. No problem. I can set work aside for a day. No problem. So I set work aside for a day, but this is, I think where Sabbath and celebration kind of go together. And, and if we look at what what God, the order that God established, he created for six days, then on the Sabbath, he rested and he looked back at all that he created and he said it was very good. There's this order that we see in creation right from the very beginning, this desire that God set up for us to model, to follow after where he actually looked back at all that he had done and he said it was very good. He admired it. Now, there was, he knew there was a whole lot more that was going to come, a whole mo- lot more living, a whole lot more work, a whole lot more things. But yet he he sat in that moment, he looked back and he said, this is very good. Like, do we actually do that? Do I do that? I don't do that. I'm literally so obsessed with the future. I'm so obsessed with my plans for what is going to come. I, in my Sabbath, okay, so I put work down. Often what I do is I'm thinking about and looking at the week ahead and beginning to wrap my head around, okay, I've got this on Monday. I've got this on Tuesday. Okay, I'm going to do this appointment here. I'm going to, you know, go and do this errand in between this and da, da, da. And I've got to pick this kid up and I got to drive this kid here and da, da, and all these things. Oh, the car's going for repair. Da, da. You know, and you're just got like all these and I have a party and I got to, th- okay, I got to pick up. So, I mean, everything I'm beginning to plan out. And then of course I get out my notes app and I start making my list. <laughs> with my checklist, with my little circle so I can check each thing off. And I like, I love, I love planning my week out. Like this is not stressful for me. I absolutely love it. I enjoy it. I get excited about what's coming and, but 
man, I think I'm getting robbed in the actual discipline of looking backwards and celebrating. And I, I read, um, you know, this one theologian encouraged people. He said, what if you actually went out for dinner once a week with someone or by yourself just as a way of celebrating what has been accomplished in the week past? Like, what if you actually just did something out of the ordinary every single week specifically to remember what God has done that's in the really week. That's really profound. That's really profound. Don't, don't you think that's so powerful mm. to actually just reflect on the past week, reflect on all the things that God did. Go back through the checklist. I mean, I've got all the checklists. I, I never <laughs> get rid of my checklist. <laughs> <laughs> and go, wow, God, wow. like this happened and this happened and this happened. Go through your calendar. Wow, thank God that, you know, all of these things. I mean, it would be, I think, and I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> so I say this very confessionally. Lord Jesus, forgive me. I don't know why I'm so obsessed about the future and I can't seem to stop long enough to look back and celebrate and honor you for all that you have done. But I think this follows me in everything. I think this follows, like, you know, probably as a leader, I probably forget too often to look back and just thank God and thank people for what has happened because I'm so fixed on what is to come with my family. I'm always thinking about what is next to just slow down and say, wow, like you got 85% on that test. Let's go and get a slushie. Like just do something to honor that moment, to celebrate that, catching these little things to thank God and to rest in that. And I think that's part of Sabbath. I, I think that's part of actually a provision that God wants to give us of gratitude and rest and um, peace that God wants to give us as we prepare to go into the next week. All the things that are planned for the next week are going to happen. They're all going to come to be. But to stop and look back is, yeah, just something in the midst of this um, discipline that I'm feeling conviction about. Ooh, me too. Even as you're saying that, I think that is so powerful. Imagine if every week you did that, that 52 times to remember in a year, just intentionally, just remember and thank God for it and just celebrate it and just to take joy, just take a pause and take joy in it. Instead of moving on to the next, moving on to the next, you're right. We don't do that well and we don't do that enough. Now, I know that, you know, for even encouraging you, it could be milestones that are coming, you know, really intentionally, you know, these are th things that we could do practically on a weekly basis, daily basis, weekly basis. There's also those bigger ones. You know, when you think of the big moments that happen in families, big moments that happen in your life, whether it's your kids graduating, birthdays, you name it. There's lots of weddings are an obvious one, babies, like many, but there's major milestones mm -hmm. that do happen or even transitioning to a job that you've been able, it's been a job you've wanted and the job opened up and you were able to get that job. Amazing. These are amazing milestones, a, home, a new home, something you've been dreaming about or whatever it may be. Yeah. These are important things to thank God for and to create intentional moments for family to be brought into that. And I know you're great at that, Lori, with you know planning a party and having amazing moments with your family. And I think for some of you listening, perhaps you that's been a painful season. Maybe you've never been celebrated. Maybe birthdays have gone by, things have gone by, and nobody has celebrated you. Well, I want to encourage you. I know of people that have taken ownership of that. And they've said, you know what? I'm going to plan my own birthday. I'm going to invite these friends over. I'm going to bring in my favorite food. And we're just going to celebrate. I'm going to do all my favorite things. And I'm going to celebrate my birthday. You don't have to wait 
for someone to do that for you to celebrate what God is doing in and through you. And so may you just take a moment and just, I want to just speak that healing over you. God wants to celebrate you. And you can say, I'm marking this and I'm going to do this with God. I'm going to bring people alongside and that I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to own that part of my life. It's so true because this discipline isn't just about, like, it's not just about, oh, well, if you're married or if you have kids or if you have a big family or if you have like tons of siblings or if you're close with your family, this isn't only designed for, you know, one type of family unit or person. It literally is for all of us. And so I just love that you just encourage that. If you're single, if you're single and you live alone, you can have celebration moments in your week. Maybe it's going to Starbucks and getting a coffee because you really love Starbucks, but you don't do that every day. That's a treat for you. What is a treat for you? Go and do that one small thing as a way of celebrating, as a way of looking back, as a way of appreciating what has happened. Maybe it is calling a friend and going to a movie because you got a promotion at work. Like it's not, Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be complicated Mm -hmm. either. It can actually be really, really simple. You can literally call a friend and go for a walk, but you're doing it intentionally to say, you know what? I want to take this moment just to be in gratitude about this that has happened. Mark those moments because I think they're really, really important. I think they matter. And I think those celebration moments are what God is encouraging us in this discipline that he has gifts for us out of celebration, gifts of gratitude, thanksgiving, perspective shifting moments. I think he has so many provisions through celebration that we take for granted. I know even for me, like setting my table, setting my table in a beautiful table setting is like a way of expressing the celebration of whatever it is that is coming. Of course, there's like Christmas and all of these things. And I know sometimes people are like, oh, you know, I live alone. I don't even, I don't celebrate. I don't put a tree up. I don't, well, you know what? It doesn't have to be traditional, you, but you can still do something to celebrate that Jesus was born. Like you don't have to fall into traditional norms. You don't have to give in to like, do you know All what I mean? All these pressures and yeah, expectations. Like it's, Keep it simple. Yeah. But celebration yeah. is a discipline. Yeah, so is. I do think we need to be intentional and I do think we need to lean into it in a beautiful, in a beautiful way. And however that looks for you. So that's the encouragement today. And that's the challenge today celebrate, celebrate your week that has come in some sort of small or big way, celebrate milestones, celebrate moments and celebrate each other and just see what God wants to do in the midst of celebration. I love that. I think I need to cue the track. Celebrate good times. Come on. Woo. Woo. I know. Come on. Celebration. Well, I love it. So it's a be- This has been a beautiful time, and this has really encouraged my heart to just think about the Sabbath, think about how I can intentionally build those pockets of celebration in. So this has been a great time together, and thanks for joining us, and we celebrate you. Bye.